MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hello and welcome to Betting Across America live on VSEN with myself, Josh Applebaum, and momentarily Mike Pritchard will be with us. So a big, big uh, day today, guys. Of course, Betting Across America presented to you by BetMGM. But we finally have football back. Can you believe it? We've been waiting so long since the Super Bowl to get some sweats here. If you're like me and betting the CFL, I think you're very happy to see the NFL back here, guys. But we do have our first football sweat of the year, the Hall of Fame game between uh, the Raiders and the Jacksonville Jaguars. We have seen some interesting movement in this game already. You know, we saw this game actually open with the Jaguars listed as a one and a half point favorite. We've now flipped to the Raiders minus two and a half. So we'll kind of get into some stats here, guys, when you're looking at uh, preseason and Hall of Fame game. I think the important thing is to pick a direction here. Either you're going to bet it or you're going to lay off entirely. I think if you just pick and choose when you get down on preseason, that's when you can kind of get into a little bit of trouble. So we'll talk about kind of how to approach the preseason. Big thing here is uh, information-based bets, letting the coaches tell you, you know, where what they're going to do with their players. Are they going to play their starters or not? We've heard Peterson already say, you know, no Trevor Lawrence here tonight, no Travis Etienne. Probably going to get a lot of Jarrett Stidham here if you're looking at the Raiders here tonight. Uh, but just, not just information-based bets, but line movement in particular, guys, looking toward unders in the preseason. That's something that I've been betting on for quite a few years at this point, especially early in the preseason. Defenses are ahead of the offenses. You see a lot of vanilla play calling. A lot of these players you're going to see, especially tonight in the Hall of Fame game, they're really not going to probably play much the entire year. These are players who this might be their one chance here at an NFL uh, game. 
So one thing that we have seen is this under open at 33 and a half. We've talked on betting across America. A lot of movement has dropped this total now to 30 and a half, but that kind of goes in line with what we've seen with these unders in the hall of fame game, guys, the under is nine and six, the last 15 years, it's five and one the last six years. But I think the angle here now is it's, it's fallen all the way to 30 and a half. So is there still value to take this under, even though it's dropped so much? Uh, but I hear uh, Mike Pritchard, my guy is available. Pritch, I heard you got stuck in traffic. I hope I did my best Mike Pritchard impersonation here, but it's great to have you Pritch. And let me throw it at you. Yes. Are you excited for this hall of fame game? Pritch, is this a layoff? It's sloppy. There's no betting angle or is it, Hey, we got a game lines are up. We can get it down. What's your take on just the Hall of Fame game, Pritch, in general, in the preseason from a better's experience and a, a former player's experience? Well, first of all, happy to be with you. Uh, sorry about the delay. There was a tractor-trailer <laughs> turnover. No lie. I mean, you hear about that, right? You hear people tell that story. The tractor-trailer turned over on the highway. Literally, that happened. Uh, but happy to be with you. Great job uh, opening up the show, Josh. Um, you know, the Hall of Fame game is interesting, uh, this one in particular, because I, I think you had so much dysfunction out there in Jacksonville uh, that here's a chance to right the ship, if you will, the culture change. And I think Peterson is going to uh, certainly try to do that with the younger players. No Trevor Lawrence, no ATN, no starters. I mean, uh, we already know that, but that doesn't mean you can't be competitive, though, right? Uh, and then on the other side, too, um, we have a graphic coming up uh, in terms of uh, the Raiders and what's going to take place with the Raiders. So we got Cliff Branch going into the Hall of Fame. Last year, we had Tom Flores going to the Hall of Fame. I mean, you had John Madden celebrate it recently. You had the Raiders history really celebrate it uh, in, in recent time, too. And so now you have Josh McDaniels, who, by the way, uh, is going home. Uh, you know, he played out there in Canton, grew up in Canton, played his high school football games in the Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. So, you know, he's going to be emotional too, Josh, and he's going to have Stidham as his quarterback. And maybe Derek Carr might get a, place, a player there, here or there, who knows. But in terms of the competitive situation and a play calling standpoint, I, I think it's going to be competitive there. So you got two offensive minded head coaches going at it. And, and I know they want their offenses to try to crank it up and look right uh, tonight as we kick off the NFL season. And Pritch, I think you really, you know, hit the nail on the head with one thing in particular, information-based bets and these little angles that, you know, obviously the line is going to be the most important thing, how it's set, how it moved, right. but also the angle of, you know, what I'll put a, a finger on here right now is the fact that McDaniels grew up in Canton. He's an mm -hmm. Ohio guy. He finally got, you know, his next shot here in the NFL. Remember when he was on the plane with the Colts, turned back, you thought, hey, this, get, may, this guy may never get another chance mm -hmm. here, the way he handled that Colts opportunity. There's a lot on his plate. Now, on the one hand, of course, these games, we got to say, they mean nothing. Of course, you know, these these records uh, aren't real. You know, the, a lot of these players you're going to see are going to be backups. But that angle that McDaniels is playing in front of his his family, his home crowd, he's going to want to you right. know have to, a good game plan here, play well, get a win. Uh, you look at Peterson, he's already said he's going to rest some of his guys. But this is what lines up with me, Pritch. Maybe we can get into a second kind of a discussion, a betting philosophy discussion mm -hmm. of whether yeah. or not there's still value on the under. But to me, Pritch, this solidified my bet today. I money line the Raiders in this spot. So number one, we've seen that movement, plus one and a half to minus two and a half, dog to fave line move that I always like to get behind because when you flip a designation of who should be favored, it's caused by a lot of respected money. So the line is going toward the Raiders here. You have the angle of McDaniels going back to Ohio. But also, Pritch, digging into the past, Hall of Fame games. We mm -hmm. talked about how unders have done so well. Five and one their last six, nine and six the last 15. But if you look at favorites, just winning the Hall of Fame game, whoever is favored, uh, they are five and all the last five years, these favorites, and they're 11 and four the last 15 years. So if you're expected to win this game, 
typically you do win this game. And this is an angle to me of going money line. I don't want to lay a two and a half pitch because we were going to get some field goal kickers that probably aren't going to play in the NFL. And if they botch an extra point, you know, or a field goal here, instead of a three point win, it's a two point win. So I'm not going to lay the two and a half, but okay. I want to be with that respected money toward the Raiders. So I money line the Raiders minus 140 Pritch. And I think the fact that the line's going in their favor, favorites have done well in this spot and McDaniels is coming back home. Uh, I'm pretty confident here. We'll see what happens. Anything can happen in these Hall of Fame games. Right. But I'm going to go money line with the Raiders, and I'm still holding that under 33 and a half. Now I want to put on my player's hat, former player's hat, uh, because I think this could be beneficial for the betters out there, Josh, because uh, this game and what's said in the locker room, like, for instance, we just talked about the coaches and, and you know trying to change the culture or implement a culture. Uh, but these players, they get limited opportunities. Like, if you look deep on the depth chart, uh, Josh, you know, a lot of these guys are going to get opportunities to play tonight. Now, are they going to earn further opportunities, right? Are, are they going to showcase their skill set? Are they going to do the right things? Are they going to do enough good out there on the field to warrant more opportunities? And, and so that is communicated to the players out there, from position coaches to the head coach, everybody. Uh, so try to go out there and compete at a high level. Don't think about this as a preseason game, because as a young player, this is everything to you. Uh, so if you want to deep dive into the roster and find out, okay, from a talent standpoint, who's more talented from a play calling standpoint or, or even an installation uh, standpoint, you can follow the insiders. Who's further along offensively? Are the defenses – did that total go down, Josh, in your opinion, because these are great defenses or just the fact that people have the interpretation that the offenses are not going to be able to execute tonight? I would say it's probably more of these vanilla offenses, Pritch. The fact that you don't get exotic play okay. calls. You're, you're, the other thing is, like, you know, you don't. You have all these tricks, you know, in the, in your back pocket. You don't want to show them out in the Hall of Fame game when a game really doesn't matter. You want to save those. Well, they're for the tricks with season. the backups, so, though. <laughs> so that's true. Yeah, you're right. probably not. You're probably going to stick to you know regular. Uh, you know, dumb it down a little bit with play calling here in general. But I think another point, Pritch, is uh, you know the defense is being ahead of the offenses. Defense is you know kind of you know maybe you're just playing zone or you're playing man and you're going to read and react. Whereas you know this, Pritch offense it's more about timing and being acclimated with other players and mm -hmm. being you know one unit and syncing together now i think the other thing with the reason with the total fell and i'm kind of glad we we at least mentioned the the 33 and a half about a week ago because now it's down to 30 and a half is that you're going to see these totals really fall based on once the public finds out about these little trends so it's kind of the early bird gets the worm like i'll make the comparison here the army navy game i think maybe uh you know will hill mentioned this the other day but army navy the unders like what 16 and one the last 17 years but it opens 38 and by the time the game's played it's down to like 32 so once the public you know picks up on these trends they'll play them but they could be late to the party so if you're taking an under 30 and a half right now you miss three points of closing line value so i think it's not just you know, defenses are ahead of the offenses. Offenses are going to be dumbed down in vanilla, you know, play calling. But it's also based on these historical, uh, you know, kind of systems or matches. Like if you go on Twitter, Pritch, everything you're seeing today is the under crushes it. Right. But the whole point is, if you bet it now, you miss three points of value. So I think part of that is just, you know, the odds makers setting a number and getting hit so hard with under money. I'm not going to buy low, take the over now. To mm -hmm. me, it's still go under or nothing. But the point being is for future Hall of Fame games, you want to hit these totals a week ago, not wait until today when it's moved so much. So I, I guess that's what I'm reading here too, Josh, is that it's more uh, of a trend or an established history with the Hall of Fame game, more so than information about each team. Uh, you know, I, I don't know the Sharps out there, if they really did a deep dive on these rosters to find out what we're dealing with from a talent standpoint, from the backups to the backups. Uh, and then also, can you really uh, take a guess at how they're going to call this game? I I don't know if it's going to be that vanilla, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I think there's going to be core plays, and each and every team has core plays. 
Uh, but, you know, if you're curious about a particular player, either side, Jacksonville or the Raiders, offensively or defensively, I, I think you want to give them, them an opportunity to showcase, right? And, and therefore, if you're too vanilla, I don't know if that can happen there. Yeah, it's true. And Pritch, you know, we were talking about the Super Bowl. Remember there was a prop bet, you know, will the guy take it out of the end zone on the kickoff return? And it's <laughs> right. like, you know, it's your one chance, your one shining moment. So I'm going to run this thing out. Or is it, hey, you know, you know, you'll sit down and get down to the 25. So yeah. I think you're going to see some plays. It does get really sloppy in the third and fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, will Hill made another good point looking for quarterbacks who can scramble and kind of, you know, make plays on their own. Right. Uh, but I would say also, Pritch, keeping an eye on, you know, recent results, like you mentioned, is this a, you know, a, a system play on bad off? good defense or is it recent performance let's look at last year that was a a Steelers Cowboys game that was 16 to 3 Mm -hmm. look at the year before Denver and Atlanta was 14 to 10 you had a 17 16 game the previous year then you had a 14 to 3 a 17 13 so if you look at the last six years the total has gone under 30 in five of those six years also keep an eye on these depth charts Pritch I think one advantage with the Raiders is even if you have no Derek Carr you're going to see Stidham now I've seen Stidham quite a bit I'm not high on this player at all but he does have familiarity with McDaniel's system after him you do have Nick Mullins who's played some NFL games I think it's a big advantage over Jacksonville who it's, you're gonna have no Trevor Lawrence you're gonna see Jake Luton CJ <laughs> Beathard I've, I've seen his hurt uh-huh. and after him it's Kyle Slotler so Sloter. guys you've never is heard it Sloter? of I, Kyle Slotler Slotler I think that is yeah. it, Pritch. I think uh, Northern Colorado, right. maybe. That's why I, you know I'm it, familiar Northern with Colorado. Him. Exactly. I mean, at one point, Josh, people thought uh, that he might have a chance to be a starting quarterback. So uh, stay tuned for that. A lot to break down today. Lou Finnecaro is going to be on the program a little bit later as well. It's time to get into Betting Gym Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. There's all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted off specials, and much more. You're going to love the state-of-the-art technology. Just stop by a casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets. From anywhere in Nevada, must be 21 and physically located in Nevada, please call 1-800-522-4700 if you have a problem. Lou Finn and Carol, come up next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. 
Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. The college football guide is out right now. A lot of people are excited about it. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of all 131 teams, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations. Plus, uh, our best season win total bets, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff predictions. The only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VSIN All Access subscriber. Sign up early, and for a discount at $175, you'll receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full VSIN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Uh, join us for just $40 a month and see everything VSIN has to offer uh, to up your betting game. Go to vsin.com slash subscribe for all your options and to become a part of the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. Happy to bring on to the program Lou Finicaro, uh, Point Spread Weekly contributor. You can find, uh, follow Lou on Twitter at GamaLou. Lou, great to have you on the program. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great this Thursday. We've got uh, a form of the NFL starting tonight, preseason. Though I don't get active in preseason betting, I sure get active in due diligence during the preseason. I've heard you guys talk about tonight's game and looking forward to the season kicking off, fellas. Yeah, Lou, you know, the same here. I mean, I don't know how many people are going to really dabble in uh, in, in terms of betting these type of games, but uh, it's a way to, I guess, dust out, dust off systems, uh, maybe create your own systems or, 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 or just develop ways you want to bet the NFL this coming season. So from an intel gathering standpoint, I mean, if that's what you're doing, where do you start uh, as we enter the preseason here? Uh, Mike, really what I try and do is instead of taking a, a, an, an initiating 
uh, approach, meaning betting before the game or trying to make predictions as to what's going to happen in preseason pre-flop. I really, because I don't bet it, don't need to make any moves before anything starts. Rather, I want to read box scores. I want to see what the coaches are telling me during the game, who plays how long, and what second stringers are being folded into the mix. As well, we know that you know I can gain a lot more information watching Baltimore than I can from watching McVay and the Rams. And so we have to figure out what intel we can get from what teams compile that limited data because the preseason is now shorter and we're seeing less and try and bring that information into the regular season where actually I consider the first two or three games of the regular season almost preseason in their nature anyway, but by then I'm ready to fire. Lou, it's great to see you and happy NFL, you know, the return of the NFL today. I feel like a lot of betters are some extra juice we're operating with today, which is fantastic. Hall of Fame game is pretty much the, you know, the start of the NFL season here. But I wanted to talk to you about the NFC South. This is a division that we kind of want to pick your brain a little bit about. Pritch and I have some questions about it, see if you can give us some leans maybe. But uh, starting with the Tampa Bay Bucks here, Lou, you know, they go 13-4 and four last year. This is the highest or the biggest uh, favorite line of any team in any division. They're minus 300 to win this NFC South. Uh, the Bucks, though, their win total is 11.5, juiced up under, minus 120 a little bit. Uh, if you look at their odds to win the NFC, they're plus 325, plus 750 to win the Super Bowl. What's your take on Brady and the Bucks this year, uh, Lou? You know, Brady just turned 45 years old. He said he'd play to 45, and he was right all along. That minus 300 number, is it too high to lay? Are you targeting them maybe uh, going with that juiced up under 11.5, or do you expect this team to get back to the Super Bowl or win the NFC? What's your thought process on the Bucks going into this year? My, my th- strongest thought is that it's clear we know Tom Brady was gone. He had other plans made. The situation in Miami forced him to reconsider and recalibrate his decision. Then he changed his decision. Now he's back. I believe with everything I have, he'll regret that. We've seen already his starting center go out. It's not going to be nearly as easy for the Bucks this year as it is in previous years. Uh, if I were to touch anything now, I'd be all over the under 11 and a half without any problem at all. It's not a position that I've made. But I think that the division overall takes maybe a step up. I, I believe that Carolina is going to be a little bit of a stronger team. There's a lot of unknowns with New Orleans though there are some people bullish on them. And then you have a team in Atlanta that all three of the other teams get to play twice. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting how the NFC South shapes uh, up, uh, Lou. You know, uh, Jensen injury is a key one because uh, as a player, it's like Tom Brady operates at the line of scrimmage, right? I mean, he directs traffic. uh, He points people out to the receivers, to the running backs uh, in terms of protection. Uh, Jensen out, uh, certainly, you know, you can kind of compensate. Brady can at least for the backup center. But we know that Brady does not like pressure up the middle. And when Jensen's out, I mean, whoever steps in is not going to be that caliber of player. And it's like, okay, teams are going to rush Tom Brady up the middle now uh, in the beginning. And look at that schedule. Cowboys, Saints, uh, Packers, and, and the Chiefs. I agree with you uh, in terms of what's happening with Brady, I think, is crumbling around him. We'll see how he reacts to it. Uh, but a new coach, too, you got to get used to that. I like the Saints. I, I like Jameis and what I'm hearing out of, uh, out of New Orleans uh, with that team and, and the young talent that they have down there. 
Yeah, I think it's a team that has to be watched. I have some questions with Jameis, not as much with Jameis, but how Kamara comes back mm-hmm. after the cloud that's followed him around this offseason. Yeah, Mike Thomas comes back, but really, if you're a teammate of Mike Thomas, are you embracing him back because you want him, or are you wondering why he was away from you last year? So, a uh, new coach, but he was the defensive coach last year, so he's not that new. But how much continuity is lost on the offensive side of the ball? I got pretty much confidence on the New Orleans defensive side of the ball, but as much as I try and make a determination between New Orleans and Carolina, who that team is next, uh, I lean to Carolina a little bit more. I I think there could be regression for New Orleans, and I think that if Carolina, now I'm going to use the the longest word in the dictionary, if, (laughs) because you're going to have to have the running back stay healthy. And I also think that just while the situation for Brady goes negative in Tampa, the Cleveland thing could help Carolina. And by that, I mean, here's Cleveland that picked their quarterback and they brought this Watson in and they got rid of the other kid. They threw the other kid to whoever would take him, Carolina. Now Mayfield ends up in Carolina. How typical Browns would it be if not only Mayfield goes there and wins game one in Cleveland, but also does well for Carolina while Cleveland wallows in the whatever it is, uh, uh, bath that they've created for themselves. So I think they're, I like rule on his second year, his sophomore season as well. And I think that whole NFC South with their history of having worst to first or turnover at the top, I think there could be some turnover this year. I just don't know if it's New Orleans or Carolina. And Lou, you mentioned that week one game, Cleveland and Carolina. We've seen a massive move there with this Deshaun Watson news. Maybe he'll be uh, suspended longer than we think, but that actually opened like Cleveland minus four on the road. Now it's flipped to some shops, even Carolina minus one. So that's an interesting line move there. Lou, one other team that I wanted to get your take on, and and if if you're down on this team, you know, take it easy on Pritch when you give us the breakdown, (laughs) but the Atlanta Falcons here, because the Atlanta Falcons have one of the lowest win totals in the entire NFL here, Lou. Uh, It's interesting though. Some books are different. Some books like DraftKings are five under as high as minus 150 uh you have other books like bet mgm four and a half over at around minus 115 minus 120 it's a team that went seven and ten last year but obviously they lose matt ryan Mariota's your starter now kind of have a good young core here your last couple picks uh kyle pitts at tight end drake london your wide receiver lou is this one of those you know numbers where if you can find a four and a half you grit your teeth and say let me go over i feel like a lot of people are just saying how terrible the falcons will be can they win five games this year and go over four and a half I love where you're going with that questioning, Josh. And between Houston and Jacksonville and Atlanta and Chicago, uh, the market's going to be wrong with all the pessimism we're heaping on some of these teams. I'm not certain if it's Atlanta, the one that I can get that fired up about. They have the 10th hardest schedule based on opponent uh, based on opponent's strength of schedule this year. And so that's a tough schedule. And, and really, the other thing I break down as I go right to offensive line, they're spending the 20th amount of money on their the budget on their offensive line, and it's performing to the 31st level. So without horses up front and a defense that's pretty porous, I think it's going to be a tall order for Atlanta, and you just wonder where they're going to get the wins. And if you're high on Carolina like I am, 
and there's no Carolina two wins or one win situation there, I think it makes it a difficult situation in Atlanta this year. Yeah, absolutely, Lou. I mean, it's here. Uh, we know that the Hall of Fame game, but I mean, we've all done our homework over the summer. Uh, we'll see uh, uh, how well we did with our homework, certainly as the season begins. Cannot thank you enough for your insight, Lou. That was awesome today. I appreciate you guys letting me come in and share uh, my homework with you, and good luck to everybody as we move forward. Good luck to you as well. Uh, Lou Finnecaro right there, Points Break Weekly contributor. Again, follow Lou on Twitter, at GamLou. Uh, for MMA as well, uh, but NFL, uh, one of those uh, sharps that we want to lean on here on the program, Josh. You're exactly right. And again, a lot of great hits from Lou. Look at strength of schedule, offensive line play. Rich, I think the Falcons may get we may get five wins. I don't know. We'll see. Well, I, I got some news. We definitely got to get to the Deshaun Watson situation. That news broke after our show yesterday. And then also developing player situations in the NFC South as well. We'll get to that coming up next. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of Betting Across America is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine and has helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone is on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step, toward change zen will be there for you check out zen nicotine pouches at zen.com that's zyn.com warning this product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical welcome back to the show it's betting across america presented by betmgm mike pritchard josh applebaum with you today so the news broke uh, right as we were ending the show yesterday uh josh that the nfl is going to appeal the six game suspension uh, handed down by the independent judge here. Now it's collectively bargained, as everybody knows. The NFL has the right to do that. Uh, I said on the program that if there's enough heat, this wasn't going to be over. Uh, and in the wake of or in the midst of the NFL celebrating one of their key calendar dates, Josh, think about this. You got three calendar dates in the National Football League that's so key, convention style. The Super Bowl Pro Bowl combination that celebrates the present day of the league. The future is celebrated with the draft, and that's another big event, obviously, right? And then we celebrate the past with the Hall of Fame. Uh, to have this appeal news come down uh, right as the NFL is celebrating uh, this significant day of the calendar for themselves, for the business, for the game, uh, it's significant. And I think the NFL is trying to send that message here uh, by filing an appeal. We'll see what Deshaun Watson does here. Uh, apparently, he wants to sue back if that happens. Uh, we'll see how it plays out, plays out. But your thoughts from Deshaun Watson, a betting standpoint, a data-driven standpoint, uh, how are you looking at the Cleveland Browns right now? Yes, I think first off, Pritch, you totally called this. Remember we were joking around, you know, you're on the golf course, you pick up a couple blades of grass, you know, drop it, see which way the wind's blowing. The NFL did exactly that because I think when you saw this news of this, you know, independent arbitrator, this former judge come out and say, hey, six games, I think we all thought that that's pretty light. Remember, they were pushing for a full year, if mm -hmm. not longer. So I think the NFL just thought, hey, you know, the season's getting ready here. We're, all, we're getting close to, you know, your first game, your Hall of Fame game. Do we really want the, you know, the big publicity here to be the fact that he only got six games? 
games? Or do we want to, you know, kind of get on our high horse a little bit and show that, oh, we really do care and let's go push for a longer suspension here. I think that's the kind of protocol the NFL took. They just uh, figured, hey, we're going to get bad publicity at a bad time if we allow the six game, uh, you know, suspension to stand. Let's push for something, you know, stronger and, and really kind of, you know, show that we really want to, you know, set a, a precedent here that, hey, this behavior isn't uh, isn't acceptable. And that six game suspension, you know, paling comparison to, you know, Ridley getting a full game for betting on games. Well, that is a different thing. That's a that, that's the one thing you can't do. But I think they said, hey, you know, let's push for something harder. We'll get good PR if we show that that six game wasn't enough. Now, from a betting angle, Pritch, a couple things are happening right now. Number one, it goes to show you that as a better, you got to jump on these things real quick before they move. Because when it came out that Watson was going to get six games uh, before the we heard that the NFL would kind of go against that and push for something longer, books did post a win total of nine and a half mm-hmm. juiced up under. With the Browns here. So if you had jumped on, listen to betting across America. I think we highlighted this, that that nine and a half was worth betting immediately when it dropped. Uh, Now, again, hindsight's 2020. Now it's off the board again. But that just goes to show you as a better, you have a window of opportunity to hit something before something changes and it moves. Like, again, we're talking about the under tonight, 33 and a half. Now it's down to 30 and a half. You missed the boat there. So my other angle would be if, if the nine and a half is now gone, I'm still thinking you look at what we did at the beginning, Pritch, Cincinnati and Baltimore. Mm-hmm. If you can find an over nine and a half on those two teams. And again, I don't think they're going to have the NFL push for something longer and they're going to say, no, we're going to stick to six. To me, it's going to be lengthened to nine to 10. I don't know if it's going to be a full year, but I just think that bodes negatively for the Browns. You're going to have more missed uh, time for Watson, and it's going to be a big positive here for those other teams in that division. So to me, as you wait on what the win, new win total will be and what the suspension will be, I'm still thinking Cincinnati over nine and a half, Baltimore over nine and a half. That's the way that I would continue to approach this. Yeah, history suggests that when the NFL has a second chance to do something or to write something, they do it severely. Uh, right? Like with two game suspension. Oh, nope, you're kicked out the league. That kind of thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, when you file an appeal like this from an NFL standpoint, we know that there's reports out there saying they offered a 12 game suspension and, and a hefty fine. Uh, that was declined. Uh, and then we heard indefinite suspension too. I mean, I, we're looking at the divisional odds here, uh, not only win totals. I, I think the division uh, is in flux a little bit. I like Cincinnati. Uh, from that standpoint, uh, you know, you look at the Browns from an entire season. Uh, will they go with Jacoby Brissett? Uh, I know they signed Josh Rosen, but my goodness, uh, I don't know if I would have confidence in that as at all. Um, the key development to me, Josh, uh, and this is the takeaway I have, uh, is because Robinson's 15-page uh, conclusion stated that although Watson violated the personal conduct policy, uh, there was not enough evidence to justify an indefinite suspension. Well, here you go. The NFL wants to set a precedent. Like, there's no precedent for this type of behavior. There was no criminal charges here on Deshaun Watson. So the NFL is thinking that, hey, we got to set a precedent from a violation of the conduct policy, not only sending a message to other players, because we know there's going to be more bad apples. We know there's going to be more bad behavior, but we have to set a precedent moving forward based off the action, based off the reaction, and certainly based off the levity of all of these uh, 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 accusations to Deshaun Watson. I mean, there was too many uh, to deny the fact that there was some bad behavior going on right there. So uh, I think the NFL is trying to um, uh, certainly send that message, but set that precedent that I think is highly important with a clause like this in the contract. 
I think you're totally right, Preg. So it's not just about Watson. Obviously, you know, Watson is what we're dealing with right now. But I think the NFL, to your point, they're thinking about the future. What happens when another situation like this happens? You know, can we set a precedent? Like if the precedent is set too low, then that almost gives players like not an excuse to do have bad behavior, but also like, hey, I might get in trouble here and there, but I'll only get six games if Mm. Watson only got six games. So I think you kind of want to come down heavy. It's it's ironic, Pritch. Remember uh, when obviously Goodell was the judge, jury and executioner. He was the guy that pretty much decided. I did all these suspensions and he said, Hey, I've had enough of this. I, if I'm too low, I get a lot of, you know, flack. And if I'm too high, I get flack. Let me, you know, pawn it off to someone else for them to make the first call. And then we can kind of decide if we want to go, you know, above or below that call. So I think you're totally right. The NFL, you're dealing with the future of, of cases like this. Pritch, it's just, you know, dawns to me, it's almost like, you know, Massachusetts legalizing betting. You know, the House wanted 30% tax rate. The Senate wanted, you know, 15% split the difference and it's 25 or 20. I think in this case, if one side wants a full year, the other side said six games or the arbitrator said six games. What if you land on, you know, a 10 game suspension, a 12 game suspension? I think there is a medium there, but I think to your point, the NFL is going to want to go way overboard instead of going light and getting a lot of flack in the media. Yeah, for which could affect the entire season there for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, so keep an eye on that, monitoring that certainly from a betting standpoint. Uh, and all the teams in the AFC, in particular that Division Two, the AFC North, uh, Josh, uh, let's transition though, because there is a market out there from uh, NFC South player totals. Uh, that I want to explore and want to provide some insight. You mentioned the Falcons, uh, but I find it intriguing about the Falcons in the terms of some player props uh, with their weapons out there in the NFC South. Uh, Kyle Pitts uh, in particular, you know, you think about receptions, he's at 69 and a half, uh, and he's at 899 and a half receiving yards and touchdowns, four and a half. I mean, there's an opportunity right there. Drake London, too, he's off the board, which is interesting to me. Uh, very interesting uh, to see how that develops uh, there in Atlanta. But Kyle Pitts, uh, he had 1,000 yards last year, Josh. I mean, I think this offense could be improved. When you get into the red zone, too, uh, this is one of those offenses that uh, can showcase some ability there, some creativity uh, from Arthur Smith as well. I think you're right, Pritch. And again, that screams like a really low number. It's almost <laughs> like the odds makers are begging you to take this over, which I always get worried about if it's fishy, kind of in a, uh, a kind of a negative, like not knee jerk what you first think, but maybe go the other way. So for example, you mentioned it, 68 catches uh, is over under 69 and a half. You think you'd probably get two more catches than last year. Uh, you look at his over under, that's the one that really jumps out to me. 899 and a half when you, when you had 1,026 yards last year. Mm-hmm. Also touchdowns, four and a half. You only had one last year. So obviously see the elf in the room is you're going from Matt Ryan to Marcus Mariota. Now Desmond right. Ritter, they drafted. Are you going to see him? Probably not. I think unless Mariota gets hurt, you're probably going to ride Mariota. So you do have a, a, a you know a decrease or a kind of a uh, you know a drop off here from Ryan to Mariota, which is why some of these numbers are probably a bit lower. But Pritch, the guy, the kid can't get you 70 catches. I mean, you're <laughs> going to be down in a lot of these games too. So if you're down, you know, with one of the lowest win totals in the league, four and a half or five. You're down 14 points, 20 points in the fourth quarter. Maybe they play prevent defense. You get a lot of garbage yards here if you're Pitts. It's hard not to take uh, a lot of these overs here, even though, again, you're concerned about Mariota dropping off from Matt Ryan. Yeah, you really are. I mean, you look at, for instance, Jalen Hurts, for instance. I mean, uh, he passed for, what was it, uh, 16 uh, passing touchdowns. But he had 10 rushing touchdowns. I mean, think about this. From a Marcus Mariota standpoint, who was a high draft choice, uh, knows familiar with Arthur Smith, uh, with those type of weapons, the run-pass option situation in the red zone, too, I just think there's so many opportunities uh, for just from that 
that can get highly creative with to kind of help Kyle Pitts. And certainly we'll see what the number is going to be on Drake London as well. Just a different angle uh, of betting uh, these player prop situations here for Atlanta. I'm with you, Pritch. I know we're up against it, but one other, uh, you know, to look at here, Mike Evans, over Mm -hmm. 10 and a half touchdowns, 13 in year one with Tom Brady, 14 last year, no Gronk, big red zone target. I like Evans to get 11 or more next year. All right. About the center, though. (laughs) That's true. About the center, no, no. Evans is a great, great player, though. Uh, Just explore the market, though. That's what we're going to do here. Uh, Best bets coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Got a great offer from BetMGM, the king of sports books. Sign up using bonus code VSIN1000, and your first wager is risk free up to $1,000. BetMGM's state of the art app offers a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today or go to betmgym.com and enter bonus code VSIN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Visit betmgym.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old to wager. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire Seven days from issuance, please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or New York. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So two best bets we go, Josh. So let's start with the Hall of Fame game. There's a debate, really, uh, about the first game of the year, Hall of Fame game. A lot of excitement, too, uh, about which way is the, the smart bet here. Because you have so many different angles and you have trends, you have history and all this. And uh, let's let's sum it up. Let's see if we can find a, a great bet here. Uh, the total has fallen uh, 30 and a half, I believe, here on the board, minus 10 either way. Uh, the money line for the Raiders, uh, minus 140. You're looking at that situation to spread two and a half, uh, favoring the Raiders here as well. Uh, Canton, Ohio, the home of Josh McDaniels, Peterson trying to create a winning culture down there in Jacksonville with backups. What do you think? So first off, Pritch, pick it and stick it. Either don't bet <laughs> preseason at all or right. bet it and really try to do your best at it. I think that's really important, the first thing to say, because I do see people who pick and choose. And again, maybe you can escape with a win here or a win there, but either go all in and try to do, make the best bets that you can or don't bet it at all. And if you don't bet it at all, like Lou said, who doesn't bet it, but he still doesn't let opportunity pass him by. He's still a scout. Be a scout. You may not have action on tonight's game, but like you have, Pritch, a portfolio, a notebook, right? Little tendencies, little things you can pick up, depth charts, guys you uh, can maybe use to, you know, cash a bet later in the year. Now, I'm the kind of guy who does bet preseason, Pritch. So my angle here, number one, I am holding under 33 and a half in pocket. Now, we kind of identified this edge toward unders going into it last week. You know, the numbers moved a lot now. It's down to 30 and a half, although 30 and a half still is juiced up at some shops, minus 115. Now, the under, as you mentioned, it's 9-6 and six the last 15 years. It's 5-1 and one the last six years. Last uh, Hall of Fame game last year was a 16-3 to three game. It landed on 19. My angle here would be either you're going you're gonna to gr grit your teeth and get a bad under 30 and a half, or you're going to lay off entirely. I'm kind of leaning on laying off. I just would say one thing, Pritch. I think a lot of people today are saying, oh, it's so low. It's gotten down to 30 and a half. Buy low, take the over. Now, that may happen. It could buy low and go over. But I'm of the opinion that either you stick with the under or you don't play it at all, just because we've seen all these low-scoring games. Now, that being said, my one play that I still think is still available right now, uh, in terms of not the line hasn't moved too much, I'm money lining the Raiders here mm -hmm. tonight, Pritch. They went from dog to favorite, plus one and a half to minus two and a half. So you have that movement in their favor. You look at in the past, 
Uh, the last five favorites in the Hall of Fame game uh, have won 5-0 straight up. Uh, the last 15 years, the favorite is 11-4 and four straight up. So this is one of those things where I'm not going to go lay the two and a half. I'm worried about a, a field goal kicker, Pritch, missing an extra point who may not even play in the NFL at all. So give me the money line. Just win the game. I'm going Raiders with the line move with favorites doing well in the Hall of Fame game. I'm on the Raiders minus 140. Yeah, I mean, there's so many, so much information. I guess you could use it or not uh, for this game, but then you might be overanalyzing a preseason game. You're right. <laughs> uh, you know, just find a bet that you're comfortable with that you like and see what happens. More so than just trying to find out what's the perfect bet uh, for tonight's uh, preseason football game. You're exactly right, Pritch. And again, you as the better have to make these decisions. Like, we got to admit, the under is, is it's screaming under tonight. We've right. seen it fall. It's continued to fall. I always look for Pritch when a line falls and is there buyback. Like, did it get down to 30 and a half and oh, now it's back up to 31 or 32. The fact that it, there's been no buyback whatsoever tells me that even if you're, if you say to yourself, okay, I missed the good number, but I want action on the game. Number one, don't just bet because you want action. But obviously we know that a lot of people want to bet this tonight. Then say to yourself, okay, I don't have the sharp number here but there has been no buyback so i would go under or nothing but to me pritch knowing that favorite chalk uh, chalk favorites do so well five and oh last five eleven and four last 15 line move and also mcdaniel when you told me mcdaniels and i forgot this he's from ohio yeah he's got something to play for tonight he's gonna want to show out to you know some of his friends and family i'm going money line with the Raiders. yeah he does have a chip he played in that stadium too so it's a real moment right there for josh mcdaniels okay let's get to baseball where there's some games that matters uh tampa bay uh in that wild card race right now they take on detroit they're on the road josh uh minus 175 eight uh, is a total as we transition to Major League Baseball here. What are you seeing in this game? So I'm going to go Tampa Bay in this one, Pritch. Seen a pretty good line move here with the Rays in favor of the Rays against Detroit. This mm -hmm. is Springs against Hutchinson. Springs has been pretty good. Lefty, 3-3, three and 2.70 three, ERA. Hutchinson's 1-4 ERA, close to 4.5. What I like about this one is the line move to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay opened around a minus 150 favorite. They're all the way up to minus 170. So we've seen a lot of steam. Hit the Rays here. They would match my favorite system, non-division road favorites. Those teams are 178 and 108, 62% this year, about a 5% ROI. Uh, also have a correlative betting spot, favorite low total. Total in this one is eight. It's juiced up a little bit, like it may go to eight and a half. But when you have a favorite of 150 or more, that becomes more of a favorite in a low total eight or less. Correlative betting, fewer amount of expected run scored, more likely they come from quote-unquote, the better team. So that would be an angle here with Tampa Bay. You also look at the Rays, uh, their bats. We're going to lean on their hitting pitch. They're hitting about 240, only around 225 here for Detroit. So Tampa Bay's in the thick of a pennant, of a uh, wild card race, actually. Mm -hmm. Detroit's pretty much out of it. I'm looking for Tampa to get a win tonight. I laid it with Tampa around minus 170. Chance to back the White Sox here on the road, too. Decent price, minus 133. They got Cueto on a bump. Uh, nine is a total as they take on the Rangers. So where's Adam Burke? I've been asking him for five months. <laughs> when is it time to bet the White Sox? Is now the time? They're getting healthier. Yeah. They've, I think they are out of the break now. I think they're, what, 7-3, and three, their last 10. I'm going to take them tonight here, Pritch. They opened minus 115. They're all the way up to minus 130. So you've seen pretty big movement in favor of the Chai Sox. Uh, Non-division road favorite, 62%. You mentioned Cueto. Cueto's mm -hmm. a guy who you know was kind of in and out of baseball for a bit. He's done very well. That was a great pickup uh, by the White Sox here. He's 4-4, four 2.86 four, ERA, but in six July starts, he has an ERA of 2.12. So Cueto's been pretty good, kind of vintage Cueto. He's going up against a kid, Reagans or Raggins. I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's making his Major League debut. He was a first-round pick. He's a lefty. But anytime you see a kid make his debut, Pritch, I look for the immediate move. That tells me, hey, if they bet against the kid, maybe he's you know rude awakening to MLB in the bigs, or if they bet on him, maybe he'll surprise the other team. They don't really know his stuff. 
this as soon as it dropped and Reagan's was going to make this debut, mm-hmm. it immediately shot up to the White Sox here. So give me the White Sox, Pritch. I think minus 130 is not a bad number whatsoever. Betting against this rookie making his debut. Yeah, I got maybe lean on the bullpen too. The White Sox uh, have a decided advantage there uh, just in case Quaida does get in some issues, which we'll see what happens in that game, though. Uh, how about the Red Sox and the Royals, uh, Josh? Your Red Sox uh, going at it here against Kansas City. So I'm going to take the Red Sox in this one. I would say I don't understand why you pick up Hosmer and Fam, and then you trade away Christian Vasquez, the backbone of your team. Hyam Bloom continues to just frustrate everyone in New England here. Uh, but with that being said, I am going to take the Red Sox in this one, Pritch. Uh, decent line move. They open minus 125 on the road. They're up to around minus 130. I see some shops closer to like minus 135, minus 140. So the line is moving toward Boston here. Uh, non-division road favorite system match. You also look at these favorites who made the playoffs playing a team who missed the playoffs last year. They're 63% this season. Uh, Eric Hosmer, Pritch, you know, you know, I dig on Instagram. Uh, I look at Mac Jones, girlfriend, you know, posting photos of, of him, uh, you know, losing weight and getting healthier. I also was creeping on uh, Eric Hosmer's Instagram. He's on the plane here to Kansas City, so Hosmer should play okay. uh, for the Red Sox tonight. They are dying for a just a requisite first baseman. Franchi Cordero is making errors left and right, <laughs> but Hosmer should be in the lineup. Bubich, who's pitching for Kansas City, has got an ERA of like six. They're just one and six his last seven starts. The Royals were sellers at the deadline. If the Sox can't beat Kansas City uh, tonight, Pritch, uh, then maybe we are in for a long year. But give me the Red Sox. I think they win this thing tonight. I'll lay the minus one. Okay, I need a market report on the ATL Braves and the Mets, Josh. Um, Looking at the line here, Mets minus 115, uh, eights the total. Uh, Over 120, over is minus 120 here uh, under even uh, in this game. So it's a tough one, Pritch. I've been going back and forth. At one point, I kind of liked Atlanta here, mm-hmm. getting a little plus money. You also look at the Mets, though, and it's basically a public public is taking uh, the Braves here. How do you not take the Braves better, uh, you know, who's been red hot? Obviously, World Series last year, uh, better pitcher on the bump. Kyle Wright's been really good. But they're getting, they're kind of a trendy dog. They're getting around 60% of bets. The line really hasn't moved at all. I also don't want to lay it with the Mets at home. Uh, again, within a divisional standpoint, I look toward the dog here. If you're asking me my take on this game, Pritch, I would maybe take a shot on the over. As you mentioned, total open at eight. It's really juiced up over eight, minus 115, minus 120. Right. And you do have uh, some of these books going to eight and a half. It's a nice night in New York. It's 85 degrees. Wind is blowing out 10 mm-hmm. miles an hour. I would take the over here. I'm not really confident in either side, though. Yeah, I was just looking at that. When uh, right to left, 12 miles an hour, no rain. Uh, so like that situation right there. Good weather conditions for that game. Josh, I know the WNBA NBA is on your radar as well. You like the Aces and their game over as well. Or just the I do. game I'm over. Take, yeah, Pritch, I got Hall of Fame. I got WNBA. <laughs> MLB, I mean, you got everything tonight. I'm excited here. But uh, I'm going to take the over. I'll make it simple on you. Over Steam System match. You had a winner last night. Uh, same thing tonight. Look at the over. 170 up to 172. Aces, great offense. 56% bets. 90% money on this over. Give me the Aces over 172. Right. I need more devices. Football. Baseball, WNBA, <laughs> anything else? Did we miss anything? Oh, man. Uh, no CFL for me, Prince. Okay. There is a CFL game tonight. I ain't touching it. All right. Good luck with your plays. The Edge coming up next. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.